Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Such a treat to be joined by someone so smart and capable, the great Dr. Trent Acosta, an expert in pediatric orthopedic surgery. So, Natasha, I just want to ask you, why do we see so many more ACL tears in girls versus boys? All of the risk factors, pelvis being wider, is there a hormonal aspect? Is it the way the notch is shaped? Take us through your opinion of why three times, four times more ACL tears are seen in girls than in boys. It's a great question. It's something that, you know, I see often uh, in the offices, you know, especially being here in L.A. and Southern California, the adolescent female soccer player uh, coming in with their with an ACL injury. Lots of research has gone into this um, in terms of why are we seeing this in these adolescent females more than their male counterparts. Um, like you mentioned, there's anatomical issues. There's um, the pelvis size contributing to the alignment of their lower extremities, of their legs. Females tend to be more knock-kneed, which can put them at risk. Of course, that's something that we can't change. That's how, you know, that's how they, they develop. Um, there's within the knee, the notch size, like you were saying, that space where that ACL is pa- passing through tends to be smaller. The ACL itself tends to be smaller, probably because of that notch being smaller. Um, there's also, uh, mm-hmm. yes, hormonal differences that come out during those adolescent years. Um, this is definitely an area of more ongoing research. We haven't quite figured out which are the protective um, uh, hormones, and it's something that I'm actually working with um, at, at Cedars in the coming years is, is trying to figure out and, and better elucidate which, is, which hormones and which ones may be protective. You know, maybe we can, um, you know, alter mm-hmm. and help, help prevent ACL injuries um, um, uh, with, with um, over-the-counter, you know, or, or, or uh, oral contraceptive pills or something like that. Um, and then there's the, the, the one that probably gets the, the most, um, you know, interest and seems to be very important is, is the neuromuscular control and the biomechanics um, of, of females, the way that they land from a jump in basketball or volleyball, the way that they um, stop mm-hmm. and cut and change dire- directions in soccer, um, the way women tend to do it, girls tend to do it compared to their men, it, compared to men is they tend to have a, a straighter knee, um, which is not protective when they're landing from a jump. They tend to have that knee fall into that knock knee or what mm-hmm. we call a valgus position when they're changing directions or stopping or slowing down in soccer. Um, and, and that seems to put that ACL and put a lot of force right across that ACL um, at, at that moment, which can lead to it just rupturing. Um, and because of that, we have, you know, we've developed programs to try to, to help alter or, or improve the neuromuscular control of all athletes. And so that's, that's where a lot of... Re- you know, Dr. Burt Mandelbaum's a good... Yes. Dr. Burt Mandelbaum's a good friend of mine. He's been on the show a couple of times, a true uh, trailblazer in orthopedics, and I know you spent some time with him. Tell us briefly, but I've got about a minute left, of some of the exercises that he's come up with to help prevent an ACL tear, particularly in girls and young soccer players. What, what, if you could describe, what would be some of those exercises that a young girl could do to help her prevent tearing her ACL without contact? 
Yes, Dr. Amanda Baum and Holly Silvers, they, they developed a very, um, a very successful program, the PEP program, PEP, that um, is meant to be implemented two to three times a week um, for drills. And it focuses on specifically uh, running drills, strengthening exercises for the gluteal muscles, which help protect the knee, the core. All of keeping that strong helps improve the alignment. Um, plyometric work, agility mm-hmm. exercises, and especially um, stretching and flexibility. Um, the idea is, uh, and I tell, you know, I always um, show this to patients and give this to patients in post-ACL reconstruction. You know, it's yes, it's about getting stronger in that post-ACL, um, you know, rehab state, but it's also about preventing the same injury from happening again or having it on, on the other knee. Mm-hmm. Um, so having, mm-hmm. you know, very strong gluteal muscles, working on building up those hamstring muscles as well, and, and watching, I always tell the, the especially the female athletes um, uh, that are uh, following an ACL reconstruction is, re- reconstruction, is doing these exercises in the mirror. You know, you're at a gym, you're in a physical therapy location. It's a lot easier to do it there, but even at home, watching the alignment of, of their lower extremities, having the hip aligned over the knee, over the ankle, all in line so that that knee is mm-hmm. not falling into that valgus or knock knee position when they're doing squats or single leg squats or exercises of that nature. Hmm. So fascinating. Is there a particular area of interest that you have in pediatrics? Is it the spine, the hand, the elbow, the knee? Where is it? Um, I, I love it all. You know, I don't, I, I don't do much spine. But uh, or any for that matter, there, mm-hmm. there are doctors for that. But um, particularly the knee is um, a passion of mine. Um, it's what I had started, you know, researching back when I was, um, you know, at HSS looking into ACL injuries in females and 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 particularly adolescent females. So that's always been, a, mm-hmm. you know, a passion of mine. But um, I sort of see everything, you know, wrist injuries, shoulder injuries, elbow injuries, ankle fractures, ankle, you know, sprains, like we talked about earlier. So, um, mm-hmm. but the knee, the knee is definitely. Well, Natasha, we are lucky at Cedars to have someone like you with a particular interest who recognizes the difference between girls and boys and has a passion for kids who are still, or I should say skeletons that are still growing kids, knowing to treat them differently than adults. I want to thank you so much for making time to be with us this morning. It was really, really educational. Thank you for having me. Okay, pleasure. All right, that's the great Dr. Natasha Trentacosta from Cedars-Sinai.